Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Engage Intro Voice. Mirthers of all varieties, welcome to another edition of Mirths and Monsters. Brought to you this week by Cakes. I've been binge-watching Great British Bake Off this past week and I think I've given myself diabetes. Num num. This episode contains some scary stuff. But of the fun kind, like playing a prank on a sibling at Halloween... Not the scary kind, like the thing underneath your bed. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to Mirths and Monsters. I'm your host, CK, and I hope you're all happier than a unicorn on horn-sharpening day. After the last episode investigated the mummy, and previously I have covered the wolfman, I thought it might be an idea to continue on a similar vein. Even though there's nothing at stake, I shall get to the point, because this episode has some bite to it. God, these puns are making me batty. Thanks for the memories. Okay, that's enough. We're going to learn about vampires. Before we gather our garlic, let's pop on our learning hats. You have yours at the ready? Excellent. Believe it or not, I have mine all ready and good to go. It's just down by my chair here. Here. What on earth? What's this? This isn't my learning hat. Beauty model. (laughs) Ray, what are you doing? She's making put-it-on motions. Okay, let's see what this does. Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Ray. Puny motto. Ray, that's the hat I wear when I watch really bad movies. Okay, okay, here it is. It's on the other side of the chair. Somebody moved it. Silly cat. 
vampires, toothy nightmares, or, like many so-called monsters, misunderstood creatures, albeit creatures with a remarkable dental hygiene program. As with most things, it's not normally black and white, normally shades of grey, or in this case, shades of red. One thing they are definitely not are glittery undead bubbles. Okay, so here's a wee bit of history to find out how these beings became the stuff of legend and nightmares. Some of you may know of vampires from old black and white films. Bella Lugosi doing that weird thing with his hands and luring folk to their doom with debonair charm. Some may know them from the Hammer Horror Studio. Hammer Horror created some amazing films that involved a lot of the monsters that I cover, one of which, Count Dracula, was played by Sir Christopher Lee. Never has charm been portrayed with such terror. There are a few things from history and societal culture that contain examples of the vampire legend. So many regions across the globe that have their own vampire myth, much like there's a Bigfoot-style myth on every continent. However, there are two takes from history that are regarded as the basis for what we now know as the modern-day version of these enlarged incisored demons. The first is from way back. Not as long ago as the mummy from last episode, but from the 15th century. And it's the tale of Vlad the Impaler, also known as Dracula, also known as a bit of a grumpy guts if he didn't like you. Grumpy Vlad was born in 1431. There's a doubt over when in 1431, but judging by his actions later in life, totally a Scorpio. Vlad's dad, a.k.a. Vlad II, had a very cool name, Dracul. This translates as dragon. Anyway, back then, politics was a tad more violence-based, and Vlad the Dragon was relieved of his position as ruler after lengthy negotiations with his opposition sword. Vlad III wasn't too happy with this, as you can imagine, was his dad. So to honour his father, he took the name Dracula. This actually means son of the dragon. I mean, it's so cool. I won't get into too much detail about Vlad III's actions, because they're pretty nasty. But the short version, the TLDR, is that, you know, he impaled people on big spikes and was rumoured to drink blood. Now, the spikes bit is true, but the blood part was made up to give him a reputation as a monster, because apparently the impaling wasn't enough of a clue. Impaling. Blood drinking. The name Dracula. Surely this is where the legend comes from, yeah? Well, there's a high chance but my research found something interesting. I was looking into the history of Bram Stoker, author of Dracula, the novel. You've probably heard of it. Abraham Bram Stoker was born in Clontarf in Ireland on the 8th of November 1847, and he was a poorly wee fella growing up. What we would call Billy Wally, round my way. He had an illness as a wee boy, a mysterious illness at that. At that time, a cure for illnesses, any of them, was bloodletting. Mostly by leeches. 
stick them on you, and they go to town having a snack. Did this happen to Bram? Nobody actually knows for sure, but it would explain why blood would be stuck in his brain so much. Not literally. Another interesting tidbit I came across is an Irish phrase. Okay, I have asked a friend of mine, Ursula, who is actually Irish, for the pronunciation of this. I'm still going to mess it up. Here we go. Drechula. So this phrase, Drechula, this actually translates as bad blood. In this case, it means between families, like the Capulets and the Montagues, Hatfield and McCoys, or those who put ketchup on the side and the ones who put it over the top. Who puts it on the side? Weirdos. Anyway, that's the theory. It's an interesting one. And while it's kind of circumstantial, it's not something to cast aside easily. Whichever way you put it, vampires come across as scary brutes. Immortal, shape-shifting, blood-drinking nasties. Let's go meet one! Time to pack the crypto cycle. You should all know by now that sandwiches and extra sandwiches are first in. However... I'm just going to go with one round of sandwiches this time, because bread is hard to come by at the moment. However, I'm going to take precautions. I'm bringing garlic, I'm bringing silver, in the form of a load of skull rings that I borrowed from the heavy metal loving Bobby and Cass, a few steaks made from ashwood, as a very last option, and some steaks, raw and uncooked, as a possible distraction. This trip... It's me, the wee man, and if anyone is going to get on with the demons of the night, it's... An excited ray. Okay, everyone is helmeted, goggled and buckled up. Here we go! We've arrived. Already, I can tell that I've made a wee bit of miscalculation with my time-travelling programming. We were meant to arrive in the daytime, when it was light. Give us time to, you know, scout the area. However, it's dark. Very dark. I'm not scared at all, though. Not one bit. Nope. Is that me? We need to gather our bearings. Puny motor. The plan was to get to Romania and head to the castle that was home to Vlad the Impaler, have a shoofty down, get a lay of the land, and then hang out till night time and see what happened, see if anyone showed up. However, here we are, dead of night, and the castle is looming in the distance. Oh yes, definitely looming. I wonder what I did wrong. Anyway, either way, it's dark, but we have a castle to investigate. We'll leave the crypto cycle by a well-twigged and hairy tree. Okay, it's leafy, but maybe it's growing a beard, we don't know. I put my backpack on and we start walking to the Castle of Loom. Finn stays at my side and Ray sits on my shoulder, whispering in my ear. Remember, thou art puny mortal. Remember, thou art puny mortal. Shushray, 
When did you start getting a bigger vocabulary, by the way? Have you been using Rosetta Stone? Um, meow. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We keep walking. The torch in my hand illuminating the way. The path's actually quite clear. Bran Castle, as it's called now, is still quite an attraction in Transylvania. It's a fantastic building that looks over the Carpathian Mountains. The mountains themselves and Carpathia as a region have been used as a background in many a horror film, not just Dracula. Funnily enough, Bram Stoker never once went to Bran Castle. He was told about it, and the loose connection is there, but hey, it's a castle in Transylvania where Vlad the Impaler, he didn't live there, but he slept there a few times. Good enough for me. And who knows? We may well... Roy, what are you doing? Shh, puny mortal. Roy raised one paw while keeping the other over my mouth. Her raised paw cupped her twitching ear and then pointed slightly to the right. I thought everything was silent and then I heard it. Faint, but there. Looking in their eyes, I see a memory. I never realized how happy you made me, O oh Mandy. You came and you gave without taking. Ray, Ray, dang it. Ray just ran off towards the singing. Seriously, that wee cat's got an obsession with Manilow. Come on, kiddo. Me and Finn run after her, heading towards the... Let's call it singing. I'm standing on the edge of time. I walked away when love was... Whoa, whoa, what is this? There was silence. Me and Finn put on a burst of speed. A few seconds later, we heard a noise that made our hearts stop. 
Oh, Mandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. Me and the wee man shot through thick scrub to see, well, quite the sight. Even though it was very dark, by the light of the stars and, to be fair, my torch, I saw Ray standing on her back legs atop the head of a figure that I can only describe as Count Dracula, but a bit shorter. They were mid-mandy when they saw me, stopped, and pretended to be statues. Ray, are you all right, lass? Puny mortal! The figure, currently wearing Ray as a hat, looked at me with very old eyes, smiled, which in itself gave me shivers, and said, It is so very rare to have visitors let alone ones with such exquisite musical taste. He looked up at Ray and she said, Puny immortal. Are we intruding? Not at all, please. Take a seat. Finn and myself sat ourselves down across the now sitting figure and Ray was contentedly snuggling by his shiny shoes. I'm CK. This is Finn. Finn bowed his head, and the figure returned the gesture. And that wall of cheesy music is Ray. My original name is long gone. I have used many others in my time, but please, just call me Drac. All my friends do. Drac, hello. So, you would be a vampire then? You would be correct. But don't worry, I've been teetotal for the longest time. Gave up the red stuff for Lent and never went back. It's amazing what you can get through supplements these days. Iron tablets took a bit of getting used to, but you do what you can. This is very true. Do you live here at the castle? I do, yes, but unofficially, of course. Can you imagine... If someone knew that an actual vampire lived there, oh boy, the havoc that would cause. Brand Castle has a ridiculous amount of hidden rooms, secret passageways. They have no idea, the people who run that place. The gift shop is so tacky, but who am I to complain? I have a roof over my head and the place to myself, and when I have guests, they have plenty room. You have other vampires over. Oh, good lord, no, they are so tetchy. No, no, I made a very, very good group of friends a while, a while ago. A bit of a gang, you could call us. Ooh, boy, we went through some stuff together. I noticed as he was talking, he was looking at Finn. You like dogs? I do, but it's not that. Your boy there. His colouring reminds me of one of my old gang. He seemed to drift off for a couple of seconds, remembering something. Then he snapped back. So why are you here? I explained to him what I did, and how I like to find out the real truth behind cryptids and the like. I see. That is very interesting indeed. He looked at me intently, and I must admit, 
I got a little scared. You? You are genuine in your help for those like me. It wasn't a question. He was telling me. I think that's why he was staring at me. He was searching me, checking me. He paused again for a good few seconds, making a decision. I have a story to tell you, but it will take some time. Obviously, I need to stay here. But if you get yourself prepared for a bit of a stay here, then I believe you'll find it worth your while. It's a very, very good story. Does it have sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Is that the Princess Bride? Very well spotted, my new friend. But before there was the Princess Bride, there was what happened to me and my gang. I'm a little behind the times, but as the kids say, bring your popcorn and I will bring the monsters. And there you have it, my friends. I will return back to Drac and hear his story, and when I do, I'll pass it on to you. Some of you may know some of it already, but you don't know it all. If you could be kind enough to stay after the music, I've got some announcements to make. Thank you. Till next time, my friends. More so than ever. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. Just got some stuff to share. First off, let me thank the new patrons. I'm very, very, very happy to say thank you so much to The Hound, Tammy Harding, to Michelle Barks for increasing your generosity. Thank you, Biker Jake. Shelby Hammond and Hadi O'Neill, a.k.a. Annaline. Hadi also has our own podcast called Eerie. You can find it on Spotify. Check it out. It is excellent. As you all know, things are a bit weird for everybody just now. So, to try and help a wee bitty, I'm going to be doing a weekly Facebook Live through the Mirths and Monsters Facebook group. And once a month, I'll be doing a giveaway as well. Mirthers are the most magnificent group of folk. Utterly bananas, but magnificent. If you want to take part, I'll be doing them every Sunday, around about 10pm or 11pm UK time. But I'll give you notice of when time it is, which time it is. I'm trying to find a good time for everybody, as we all live in different time zones. So, if you haven't already, join the Mirths and Monsters Facebook group, aka Finn's Fan Club, for a wee escape, and to see me in a hat or some form of headwear. Another thing that's happening, is that we're doing a short story competition. I'm going to be starting bedtime stories for patrons at some point. Original tales, 
involving Finn, Ray, Bobby, Cass on their own adventures. Right now though, I'm having a competition for anyone to enter. The theme is bedtime stories. The length, 500 to 1000 words. And the closing date is the 26th of April. Send submissions to mirthsandmonsters at yahoo.com. I'll put the details in the notes as well. The winner will get a merch-related prize, and I will record it for release as a bonus wee episode. I think that's all for just now, as far as I can remember. If not, I'll let you know somehow. (laughs) So, till next time, take care of yourself, take care of others, be kind. Thirty flying folks. Ted Bundy murdered my dad's friend's sister in 1974 while on his reign of terror in Utah. At least, Bundy admitted to killing her just before his execution, but police were never able to locate her body. That's the topic of just one episode on Straight Up Enigmas, a podcast to explore the unexplained. Spine-tingling supernatural stories, historical mysteries, and true criminal cases are all things to expect when you tune in to our show. We discuss the mysterious deaths of the Jameson family, share terrifying true stories from real people about sleep paralysis, and explore Cleopatra's missing tomb. I'm Jaden McKell, and I'm the host of Straight Up Enigmas. Our bite-sized, bi-weekly episodes focus on the world's strangest mysteries. Sacred and sonic geometry, the murder of Karen Silkwood, Turkmenistan's door to hell, the curse of the omen, and much more. Listen and subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.